Howdy, I'm Dan Wally Baker, filling in for Al Tharp. Welcome to Vietnola, a show about being Vietnamese in New Orleans. Coming to you straight from the Big Easy. Xin chào quý vị. Đây là bài Vietnola, chương trình phát hành về cộng đồng Việt Nam in New Orleans từ thành phố. Today on the show, we've got a special appearance by Davis Zunk and Nick Rivette of the Wanderlusters, a Saigon-based hillbilly soul band. Dubbed by online magazine The Word as, quote, the classiest band in Saigon and the only group to have killed a man with a shovel, the Wanderlusters are bringing some country-tinged originality to Saigon's cover-obsessed music scene, unquote. The Saigon Times writes, made up of a guitar, mandolin, banjo, congas, bass, and with the recent addition of a dobro, the Wanderlusters have carved out a unique niche for themselves with Saigon audiences. It's a niche well-earned, as the Wanderlusters go a lot further than simply reciting established roots and musical standards. Instead, the Wanderluster audiences find themselves treated to some unique interpretations of well-known songs from sources as diverse as the Rolling Stones and theme music from the TV show The Beverly Hillbillies. Today, we're joined by two of the Wanderlusters, Nick Rivette and Davis Zunk. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Hi. Straight from Saigon. How, how are you guys doing over there? Good, good. Trying to survive the, the rainy, rainy and hot weather. Monsoon season. Yeah. Almost. It's just like it's just like you're in New Orleans, getting ready for a hurricane, right? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your band. How you got started? Well, how you met each other? Was it like a Craigslist? Man, uh, you know, banjo player wanted ad that someone put out. E harmony for the dobro. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a long story. So the other guys I met um, just playing around town in other bands. Then Nick, I met through our mutual friend in New Orleans, and then they knew that he was coming over here, so they put us in contact. So that's how we met, and this was a few years before. Nick moved here, which is what three years ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he was here in the summer. So, so we met through our friend uh, Dwight and and Ingrid, and they kind of hooked us up. And then Nick Ingrid Lucia, the local over. musician. Yeah. Cool. So you both you knew each other. You were introduced to each other before Nick even lived there. Then. Yeah, but we actually met here for the first time here here in Vietnam. So. It's kind of just things took off from there. So we had a few late night jams and then I moved here and it kind of, yeah, it's been going ever since. It's been a long time since I lived there and certainly I didn't have an instrument with me at the time. What's the music, what's the scene like for musicians? Are, are people out in public jamming or are, you know, are jams even going on like they are here basically? Not so much jamming. Um, a few places that, cater towards the expats we'll have some jam sessions um but it's not so loose it's a lot of kind of like house bands at one place like with alternating singers they're more kind of about the singers than they are like the jammers <laughs> i had a vietnamese teacher who said westerners really like to dance and vietnamese really like to sing I thought that was a interesting <laughs> yeah, observation. And you guys, you're there. What's your day job? Is that I mean, did music? Did wanting to play the banjo with each other? Um, did that bring you there, or or what's your day jobs? Um, I teach music during the day at an international school, so I give private lessons and I teach the school of rock. 
Um, <laughs> the Jack Black movie. It's fun, you know, my kids are, I mean, they're Malaysian, they're Indian, they're Vietnamese, they're French, they're English. So, so I get to work with kids from all over the world, which is pretty cool. And teach them country, American country music, right? <laughs> well, I teach them what they want to learn. It usually ends up being like, you know, Lincoln Park. Stuff like that, or like Katy Perry, whatever they want to learn. Really, the the true international language. Of... Bringing you are bringing Katy Perry to the world. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, what do you do, Nick? Um, I, I actually, for the last year, I've been working at like an American company, so I kind of have like a day job doing import uh, import work. So I mean, I do the nine to five, but music is really what I enjoy to do. So trying to transition more into into music more than anything. Now, do you gig around the country too, or do you strictly stay in Saigon? Uh, we travel a little bit. We went to Bangkok last year. Had a really good show. Um, a friend we know from here, he used to work here. He owns a club there. Hmm. Um, so we ended up playing a few places there. Went over really well. We played in Phnom Penh, which I used to live there. I still know some folks there. And we had a really good gig there, too. All kinds of people came out. It's almost like there's more hype when you go away, you know, than when you're actually in the city. Because here, I mean, everyone kind of knows everyone. It's like we have our fans, but they can see us every week, so it's kind of like, you know, not so special, you know? Yeah, you it's know like if you can see the Neville brothers every week, it right. won't be that special. Right. Well, we can only see them during Jazz Fest or Mardi Gras. It's kind of a bigger event. It's kind of a... You kind of got that thing going on for us. Well, here's a little tip. It, it works every so often here for my bands. My, uh, the band I manage, their weekly gig. Every so often, I'll throw in a burlesque dancer. <laughs> I don't know how the Vietnamese authorities are going to take to that, but, but it translate, translates well. Also, Dan uh, Wally Baker is a... Formerly competitive clogger. Yeah, not a burlesque dancer. If, if you thought that that's where she was going with this, um, categorically, categorically a little different style of dance. But throw a little clogging, a little Appalachian clogging in there. Clogs, don't lie, man. So you can borrow him. We'll loan him out to you. We'll send him to Saigon mm -hmm. for you to kind of shake things up. Yeah, we've lost a lot of the uh, expat community here recently due to the downturn in the economy. So oh, a lot of foreign businesses have moved away. Sort of turn that that affects us too. There's less people to come to gigs. There's less musicians. There's a lot of guys here who have regular jobs, but you know, just like to play guitar and they have like little bands and stuff. Hey, well, since you both play the fiddle. Um, we use this uh, famous Vietnamese musician. And she plays the uh, the Dan Lee, which is like that the two string violin. Yeah, I saw I I saw that in your thing. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, so when when you hear that, um, that's her. She also plays the Dan Bao, which is you know I, I call it the one string Miami bar. With that um, little funny yeah the bendy bar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the best as I can describe it. And then she also plays the bamboo uh, xylophone as well. Um, so that really adds a lot of a lot of color to the record. Um, and the record's real diverse. Like I think the song you're gonna play, well, that's a New Orleans funk groove. You know, and, and almost the, the melody's kind of like that too. I used to play that tune in New Orleans, like with different lyrics. 
So it's really a march tune, but in Vietnamese. <laughs> my, 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 like, you know, attempted good pronunciation of Vietnamese, which, I mean, I can do okay on the street, but singing is a whole other, whole other. <laughs> I can't even sing karaoke, Nick, so, you know, no worries. It's like, no, I didn't mean to say that. But you're singing, so it's hard. So, so we've got a New Orleans funk groove and then some Vietnamese <laughs> lyric and instrument instrumentation. But what's uh, there on banjo and guitar, what's kind of your roots? or Where did you first pick up the music that we'll hear come through? Well, you want to go first? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I picked it up. Uh, I, I mean, I played guitar for a long time, and I kind of started getting into bluegrass music and folk music and just really fell in love with it and started playing banjo and, and mandolin and then dobro so just kind of keep trying to pick up instruments and, and listen to the music more and, and learn about the history of it so that's kind of you know grew up I mean, it's, it's tough to find girls that like blue Vietnamese girls that like to sit around and listen to bluegrass music so. <laughs> the, the banjo doesn't just pull with their heart strings <laughs> not overly feeling yeah uh, and what's this? You've killed the man with the shovel. Can we talk about that on the air, or are we going to get you in trouble? Well, we can't really talk about that on air, can we? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's web air. It's okay. Well, there's some mysteries surrounding the band. Like, well, we had one member who's not in the band anymore, but we don't know his real name or his age. <laughs> he just refuses to give it to us. Yeah, he has Maybe initials. He's Vietnamese? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's an American guy, actually. He's learned that but technique well, then. Yeah, you meet a lot of guys like that over here, you know? Yeah. You know, it's kind of, it's pretty hard to make it here as a musician, like, just living in the city, unless you have, you know, like, a regular hotel gig, which actually we're kind of looking to get more of a regular hotel gig. I know that sounds kind of lame, no, no. Hey, working musicians are working musicians. You the, yeah, you get the tourists and people who like spend money, and <laughs> we're interesting to them. The fact that we live here, you know, novelty. You know, living here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's why you need your own burlesque clogger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or damn clogging in the tiny whiteies. You know, <laughs> That's what you call international appeal. <laughs> hey, well, tell us uh, how, how much of these are original compositions and, um, and how much of this are, are sort of standards, uh, bluegrass or country standards? Uh, they're, they're all originals. Um, all right. Although my friend wrote the lyrics, a uh, girlfriend I have wrote the lyrics to Kung Sai Kung Bay. She wrote the lyrics. Um, the rest are our tunes. And what does that um, translate I, to? Um, <laughs> Basically, like you know, if you're if you're not drunk, you know, don't go home. <laughs> I heard I first heard that song being played over OZ, and and I I didn't get to hear the introduction of y'all, and I was like, is somebody singing in like a kind of a funny Vietnamese? No, that's Vietnamese. Someone's singing in Vietnamese. I was very impressed, and I was laughing, so it worked. Actually, I think we have a little segment of it. If we could just cue it up and you can talk about the process of writing the song and also about how, how folks over there are taking it. Yeah, they like our stuff. Um, 
that tune in particular, I played drums on that in our in our acoustic show. I played the mandolin, so we kind of went a little crazy in the studio playing different instruments that we haven't had the chance to play live yet. Uh-huh. But we're hoping to do that real soon. Um, so we're almost putting together the same band, but an electric version and an acoustic version where Nick switches the lap steel instead of dobro and banjo. I play the drums, and then the other guys play electric instruments. Well, we've so got we're, we have like the two projects now, so we're putting together an electric band um, for bigger gigs. We're playing this uh, Australian Chamber of Commerce is having a ball in a couple of weeks. It's a big event, like 500 people. It's costume ball. Banjo, banjo. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, I was pulling for it. <laughs> okay, let's let's get a, get a listen here. Love it. We are, yeah, we are bobbing thanks. our heads way over here. Hips were shaking. <laughs> Especially that when the Congos come in. Yeah, talk about the Congos, the incorporation. Well, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's our guy. We call him Little Bastard is his nickname. And, uh, <laughs> There's got to be a story to that, huh? <laughs> Do you ever translate well, it for your Vietnamese audience? is Kid Tropical... Bongo dude, Bongo starshine, little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> what is, does the guy play music full time? I hope no one in his day life hears all his lovely nicknames that y'all have for him. Yeah, um, he works with the, with the Vietnamese government as well. <laughs> Don't ask our wise, really strange story. <laughs> Something involving a shovel. Yeah, something with the witness protection program. We don't really know. We don't ask either. So, I'm curious about the the live audiences. Do you notice any particular differences between a Western audience um, in a bar scene and what and the folks you play for there in Saigon? Yeah, when we play this one club um, that's for the Vietnamese called Acoustic. So all these younger Vietnamese will come, like, you know, 20-year-olds, and they just they sit there and, like, they watch you. Like, they, they sit down and they watch you really intensely. Um, it's not like, you know, in New Orleans, people are kind of dancing and everything. I've been to other shows, too, where... Davis, I think it's because they have a crush on you. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I mean, when you finish, they clap and they go, they go nuts. But while you're performing, they just they kind of study you, almost like you're you know, behind bars in a zoo or something. It's, it's, it's kind of interesting. I mean, some people kind of bop their heads or do whatever, but in general, they, they kind of just, like, watch it. They study it. Well, I mean, and we're in full cowboy drag for these gigs. So we go kind of all out. So you can imagine, like, a bunch of kind of, you know, Vietnamese, like, you know, 18, 25-year-olds that, you know, are seeing a bunch of guys on stage in cowboy hats and, 
And you guys yep. probably look just ginormous today. And our bongo dude, he does Kung Fu Elvis. I don't know what they think of that. I mean, <laughs> they, do, they do end up laughing at that. But <laughs> um, I asked you before the show uh, to share with us some things that you two find interesting or quirky about Vietnamese culture or something you like. Can you guys talk a little bit about that? Yeah, well, I mentioned like the, the Vietnamese weddings, which, you know, being a guest at a, like a, a nice Vietnamese wedding here, it's always a, such a great time because it's like, you know, you end up drinking with all the uncles and I mean, it's like, you know, crammed into that three hours, you consume so much beer and, you know, it's like, it's really great, great, great time, but I think it's always kind of a quirky experience here. That's a good answer by Nick. See, I can't even remember the weddings I've been to just for that reason. Yeah, <laughs> everyone wants to drink with you, and next thing you know, it's just like you're stumbling out of the place. <laughs> and they're long. Did you notice that? I just felt like, God, these are long. Yeah. Uh, and you, and you, Davis. What's your? Yeah, I, I like the respect and stuff that. You know, just even like a waiter or wait, waitress will give you, you know, like they'll, they'll touch their arm and they give you the change and they're always real polite and respectful. You know, I, I like that. So they never give you any attitude or, or anything, you know, when you're dealing with people. You don't have that thing that, you know, sometimes you have in, in other countries. So I don't find that here, which, which I really like. That's until you can complain in Vietnamese then. Then you have, then you have pretty normal interactions people where you get mad but are there any shows or anything you guys want to share with our listening audience uh we do have a listenership in vietnam so <laughs> if you want to share any of your upcoming gigs yeah you can catch us uh, every tuesday at o'brien's pub and that's uh 74 high Bachun, just opposite the uh, park high hotel we're there every tuesday at 8 p.m yeah, and so that's our regular gig. Bunch of fun. So, yeah, we blow it out on a Tuesday night. We have great crowds all the time. Okay. And do yeah. you close off with that song, Don't Go Home Until You're Drunk? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having us. Yeah. And look us up when you come over. We'll... You know, we'll do gigs together in Bangkok and Phnom Penh and here. Oh, like that sounds like a really good time. I would love to do that. And when y'all are back in town, please come by the show again. It would be really nice to have you. Well, yeah, keep in touch, Kim. Thanks a lot. Yeah, definitely. That's Vietnola for today. Thank you so much for joining us at home, at work, on your phone, wherever you are, and whatever you're doing. And a special thanks to today's guests, Nick Rivette and Davis Zunk. Our show is produced by Kim Vu and Grant Morris. Our technical director is Chris Kehoe. Our web guru is Dr. Cliff Brigden. Our theme song, Four Step De Milo, was written by Taylor Smith and performed by the Swamp Lilies. The fabulous audio quality of this show is brought to you in part by PreSonus Audio Electronics. PreSonus makes some of the best audio recording and live sound products, including Studio One music production software, Studio Live digital mixing consoles, Aeris Studio monitors, and much more. Visit www.presonus.com for more information. You can follow us on Twitter at It's New Orleans. You can like us on Facebook. We're at It's New Orleans. And you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. 
You can listen to our other Vietnola shows on the website, itsneworleans.com, as well as our other shows, Happy Hour, Out to Lunch, Mindset, True the Game, and Midnight Menu Plus One. Keep up with all kinds of fun happenings here at Vietnola by getting on our mailing list. Sign up on our website, itsneworleans.com. Vietnola was recorded today in the city of New Orleans. If you'd like to be a guest on the Vietnola show, we'd love to have you. Drop us a line. You'll find all the info on our website. Vietnola is produced by INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Kim Vu and everyone here at Vietnola, thanks for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you back here next week for our next episode of Vietnola. Until then, I'm Dan Wally Baker. And I'm Kim Vu. Bye. Summer's almost over, but at Old Navy, the styles are as hot as ever. Get to Old Navy now for 30% off all jeans, 40% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees. That's right, get 30, 40, and 50% off all your favorite styles for the whole family, plus up to 75% off clearance. Hurry in fast. These deals won't last. The sale ends soon at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid in-store 822 to 828 and online 822 to 824. Excludes in-store clearance, bubbles, active, licensed, and men's package tees.